0: In today's show, it's a Market Watch Monday. We're looking at ADP changes across Yahoo, Fantrax, and ESPN, as well as the recent Yahoo rank adjustments and what I've done to adjust some players on Basketball Monster, Old Mick Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. Indeed. You are locked on fantasy basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. I'm going to be jamming your ear holes full of lots of podcasts in the coming week. Two weeks before the season starts, but I should tell you that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com/slash-lockedonnba. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. It might be your first, second, and third listen every day this week. Um, we are free. We're available on all platforms. As I said, so much stuff coming. Market Watch Monday today. Another mock draft is coming today. A Category League Sleeper video is coming. There's a Category League Bust video coming. We are talking about um, ADP battles. We've got Daniel Albesbris Jr. coming on tomorrow for an ADP battle. Jared Johnson coming on during the week as well. Uh, Mock drafts all over the place. There's so much stuff coming. The best way you're going to find it is by following the podcast. But if you're on YouTube, there's a red subscribe button. And it's down the bottom. And I'm so, I'm a bee's dick. A bee's dick away from hitting 50,000 subs. So if you could hit that, get those last 90 or so subs up, it'd be great. I'd love it. Love you forever. So, do that. Now we're talking um market watch today. Um we're talking about the guys that have moved across different platforms and what's actually changed. I didn't do a market watch show last week because as you know I was away, so I wasn't around to do that show with the up-to-date data. So this is from 2 weeks ago. There's going to be some larger changes across the 2 week period. But oh, should I should I test out the gilly? Should I test out the laugh? Let's try it. Warnie. Let's get it on Gilly. <laughs> Ah, we're getting there. We're getting there. The voice is coming back. So what have I adjusted over at Basketball Monster uh, since the last time we did this? What moves have I made in terms of ranking value? This is Category League ranking value. It's pretty analogous to Points League in terms of who's moved up, who's moved down. I moved Kelly Linick up a lot. I didn't know where he'd fit into the Detroit rotation. He might not start in Utah, but he might. He's moved up 120 spots. He's at least, I think, going to be part of the rotation. He's a really strong, at least last round pick in most drafts. I've moved Kendrick Nunn up 93 spots because the word is out of the Lakers that he is going to be starting. Now, I think that is a horrendous, horrendous, horrendous lineup they're going with. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kendrick Nunn, Russell Westbrook. Price of the brick going up. um, And Damian Jones at centre. I don't know why you would pair those guys together. It seems like the most stupidest pairing you could have, but that's what we're at. So I've moved none up to be a sort of a last round flyerish type of guy, even though he really needs big usage to be effective. And he's going to get no usage. So cool. Um, I've moved Ayo Desunmu up as well, uh, 55 spots, so he becomes a last-round flyer type. I would still prefer Alex Caruso, and there is still four point guards there to fill in for Lonzo Ball. Caruso, Dragic, Desunmu, and Kobe White, so there's some squishes there. And I've moved Damo Jones up 55 spots as well as potentially him being the starting center. Now, he could be the starting center. I still think Anthony Davis will be the closing center, and there'll still be a mix of Thomas Bryant in there, and we might get 20 minutes for Jones, 18 minutes for Bryant, and then the remaining minutes at center are played by Davis. But if Jones was to get 25 minutes a night, his rebounds, field goal percentage, his block numbers would be useful enough to at least take a flyer on in that last round. The guys I've dropped, the biggest droppers, Isaiah Livers, moved down 85 spots. I was really hopeful that the Pistons would see sense I know, it's, a, it's an outrageous hope, but I was hoping they would see sense and start Livers, but they traded for Boyan Bogdanovich. So it's just not going to happen. It's going to be Bogdanovich and Bay, and Livers' role is now reduced significantly. So he's out of standard league calculations. I dropped down um, Mark Williams as well. Oh, hi, Mark. Because Steve Clifford. We knew there would be an issue with Steve Clifford and playing rookies, but not only is Mark Williams not starting... He's the third string center behind a bloke by the name of Nick Richards. Nick Richards, who is actually not a terrible player. But if you're going to trade away your lottery pick number 13 for nothing, and that was Jalen Duran, and then put all your eggs in the Mark Williams basket, play the guy, like you're not going anywhere. But, you know, when you bring back a... And Steve Clifford's a fine coach, but there's just no vision in that entire franchise ever. If there's one, yeah, normally I'm not like a great like oh, I'm going to demand a trade. Lamelo Ball needs to get out of there. Like, just get out of there. What are you doing? Anyway, um, yeah, Mark Williams down eighty. Now he might become valuable in March. Plumlee gets hurt or traded, or they cut him just to free up minutes. Nick Richards is shown to not be good, and Williams might be an option. And maybe he's still take him with the last round pick. But bloody hell, I, I don't know. It's it's I've dropped his value down. And and Tony Warren Jr., who is still not healthy, apparently. And I thought that he might be able to get 22, 23 minutes a night off the bench, but I had this sneaking suspicion, and I mentioned this on the podcast, that the fact that he only got a one-year minimum deal meant that, hey, I reckon his foot might still be rooted. And I reckon it is. So I've dropped his minutes down. His game's played down a little bit as well. Uh, Royce O'Neill can fill in that backup forward spot there. Also, there's Kessler Edwards they brought back. So... Yeah, the, the, Warren was only a deeper league option anyway, and I've reduced a lot of his value because, yeah, I'm just I'm not confident in a bloke whose foot is still rooted, yeah, a year and a half after that initial injury, which was what, Jan, the start of January 2021? Yeah, it's, it's a long time. So, yeah, we're not um we're not feeling particularly confident, particularly confident with uh, where Tony sits for this upcoming season, but I am confident to tell you that LinkedIn, they are here and they are ready to tell us about some good stuff And that is that these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. I was in a position of hiring a long time ago in my former career, and it is a giant pain, sifting through applications, trying to find the right people, trying to find people who fit the actual qualifications you need, because as you know, people don't always read everything um, the correct way. LinkedIn is there to help you. What you do, you go in there, you create a free job post, you add your job, and you hit the purple uh, hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. You know, you've got to finish the year strong as we head into the last couple of months. You've got to hit get the right team member, and you know, right staff is super important to any successful business. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Um Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen, as I said. But over at the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview, we've got that starting October the 10th. Previews from all Locked On hosts, a six-episode extravaganza. You're going to hear from this bloke here, giving some quick fantasy hits as well on some of those teams. Local team experts, NBA insiders from the Locked On Podcast Network, and Odyssey, combining into one Ultimate NBA preview. It's starting on October the 10th. Search Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview. All right, let's look at more Market Watch blokes. Um... Alex Caruso. This is Yahoo rank rises because Yahoo did a rank adjustment. I'm not doing a full video on Yahoo rank adjustments. I did points leagues and points league sleepers and busts, which took that into consideration. I'm going to do category league sleepers and busts, which take it into consideration, and I'm going to look at now some of the big changes on Yahoo as well from a ranking perspective. Um, they moved Alex Caruso up 88 spots to number 100, and I think taking Alex Caruso at number 100 eliminates all value, as I just said before with the Sunmu there is yeah, four point guards still there. Caruso himself has a history of injuries and lower body injuries, which is never a great thing. And at 100, like, yes, he's a steel specialist, but he's a steel specialist. He's not doing too much more. Pick 100, it's, it's quite high for a guy with that. Yeah, he gets some assists, sure, but it's very high. And I think that eliminates a lot of value. Tyus Jones has inexplicably moved up 57 spots to 122nd. Under no circumstance, unless, yeah, but when you're listening to this, Jar Morant suffered an injury, do not draft Ty Jones at 122. It's a waste. Is Yahoo confusing him for Trey Jones? I don't know what this is. I don't know what the point of this is. It's a wasted pick. Do not go anywhere near that. Do not sniff around it. Do not go, oh, maybe there's a stash, there's a handcuff. Don't touch it. Don't even worry about it. It's pointless. Colin Sexton, they've finally adjusted him up 49 spots up to number 82. That's a route bang on. You know that I went on and on and on saying, hey, this Mitchell trade's gone down and Yahoo's sitting there um, enveloping their thumb with their ass cheeks. But they fixed it and he's up to 82. I don't know why they then proceeded to move DeAnthony Melton up 49 spots when the situation in Philadelphia literally hasn't changed a bit. Nothing moved there at all. That's the thing. I I make changes that can be big. As you saw, I moved Isaiah Livers down 80 spots or whatever it was. And Kelly Linek up 100 spots or whatever it was. It's because shit changed. Livers moved down because Bogdanovich arrived. The link moved up because he moved to a situation where he might start. D'Anthony Melton, nothing changed. Like, absolutely nothing. Why is he at 92? That's a wasted pick at 92. I love D'Anthony Melton. It's a wasted pick at 92. You're eliminating all value. You're banking on an injury. I don't get it. I don't get why it moved or why it moved so high. They moved the big stiffy up 42 spots to 112. I thought that with more positive news about Jamal Murray... He prob- Look, I think 112 is actually the fine spot for him, but I wouldn't have thought anything that happened recently would have um, precipitated a big move forward for Bones, but it's fine there. They moved Trey Jones up 34 spots to 91. I guess that's a reaction. Maybe it's not. I guess it's a reaction to the Josh Primo MCL. I always thought Trey Jones was going to start there, but it does solidify him a bit. I think that with the scarcity of assists, if you took Jones in the 75 to 85 range, it's uh, probably a little high, but it's not, it's not terrible. I think he's going to have a big opportunity for good numbers. And they moved Boyan Bogdanovich up 33 spots. That's a reaction to that trade. That's a sol- solid move. I think he starts 30 minutes. If he scored 20 points a game with three threes, Boyan, yeah, don't be surprised. He's a, really, he's a really good player. Are the Pistons pushing for the playoffs? There's a lot of peas as Peter Piper picks a peck of pickled peppers. I don't know. That might be, but it seems like they are. And that helps Bogdanovich and his value. What about some guys that dropped? in the old Yahoo ranks. Well, I guess, again, I'm making assumptions because some of these moves have no basis, but some of them do. So let's give them the benefit of the doubt. They dropped Isaiah Jackson down 67 spots to 152 with the news that it looks like Miles Turner is staying. But then, of course, about four days later, it was like, oh, the Pacers would accept a deal for two first-round picks to send Turner away. Jackson had been pushed too high. 152, I love it. Yeah, that's a last-round pick. I'll take it every day. though. He can be 120th even in a backup role. That's too low. That's too much of an adjustment back. Lonzo Ball's gone down 59 spots to 150. Look, we may not see him at all this season. We definitely won't see him in 2022. He might be back in January and then might not play 30 minutes until All-Star break, maybe. I don't know. I get it. 150 is fine. I wouldn't want to take him anywhere in the first 10 rounds at all. 150 is okay. Okay. This doesn't make sense. Jalen Smith moved down 53 spots. Now, did they move Jalen Smith down 53 spots because they think Miles Turner's staying? I think it has zero impact. I don't know why that would be the case. So Jalen Smith now ranked at 142. Screams value. I should have put these guys next to each other, but I didn't, but I'll talk about them in order. The other Jay Smith, why did they drop Jabari Smith Jr. down 41 spots to be 137th? Was this because they traded for Derek Favors? Like, what are we doing? Jabari Smith at 137 becomes immense value. Best case scenario for him is top 60. I don't think he gets there. But a guy that can get 7 to 8 rebounds, a steal, a block, a 3, at least. Maybe it's 1.3 of each of those. 13, 14 points. The percentages will be rough. But this is an 80 to 90 sort of player. Possibly higher. 147 is literally the last round. Nonsense, foolishness, ridiculousness. Great value for us, though. The two Smithies... You know what? You know what? I didn't do it, and I'm annoyed. Jalen Smith sticks. Stand by your man. And we'll give Jabari Smith the Smitty as well. Oh, Smitty. They dropped Jaron Jackson down 40 spots to 147. I think it's too far. We don't know when he's coming back. That's the risk. And I think you'd be sort of limited when he does come back. On a side note, Santi Aldama looked good. I've been talking about Santi Aldama for a little bit as a nice last-round flyer. I talked about him on the Grizzlies previous show. I talked about him on the guys you might want to look at as a last-round flyer pick, and he started their preseason game yesterday, and he was pretty good. So I I like him as a last-round pick, by the way, Aldama, and it might actually make Clark irrelevant for fantasy. I don't know. I don't know if it would be totally irrelevant, but I think it's going to hamper him. Anyway, side note. Jaron at 147 is too low. He actually might be back in November. And then it'll be a bit of a slow ramp up. But if he is back in November, and I don't believe he will be, but he hasn't been ruled out. It's not like Lonzo where, hey, he is not coming back before Christmas. Jaron might be. So there's good value there at 147. This one, I don't really get. Why has Julius Randle dropped down 36 spots to 103? Nothing changed. Nothing's changed in New York. I, I get there are concerns with Randall and maybe he... People just automatically think Jalen Brunson's going to be the highest usage player in this team and I just I don't think that's necessarily Brunson's game. And Randall is still going to do his thing. Maybe he reigns it in a little bit. Maybe. But maybe not. So I don't really get why... 103, it's immense value for him. Now, you've got to be, of course, on the uh, understanding that you're going to get piss ball steals and blocks and bad field goals and free throws. That's going to happen, right? But at 103... I think it's a really, really good spot. I don't know why he dropped down um, as far as he did there. It doesn't—it doesn't make a huge amount of sense to see him down that far. As my mouse for some reason has stopped working, which is obviously not ideal when I'm trying to adjust screens. Oh, there we are. We're back in business um, over on the old uh, computer. All right. So, what about guys in the top 50? Because yeah, these are all more back endish sort of players. I didn't talk actually. I didn't talk Rob Williams. He moved down 42 spots to 78. I'm worried about Rob Williams. Um, 78 is okay. But, of course, that's like a seventh-round pick that you might not have for three months. That's risky. I think, to me, he's more 90s. And I just, in general, don't want to pick a guy who's out multiple months with a lower body injury anywhere in the first 10 rounds. I just generally don't want to do it. Even though the upside is top 30, I generally don't want to burn that pick on someone like that where... We saw him come back already from the injury, and it screwed up. We just talked about Lonzo Ball coming back too early, and it screwed up, or trying to come back, and it didn't work. It's it's iffy for me. Let's look at the top 50. Um, they moved Terry Rogier up 16 spots to number 39. Totally okay. It's fine. He's, he's good in that area. He was a little bit of a steal before. He's all right. They moved Kawhi up 10 spots to 24. Yeah, makes sense to me. End of second round for Kawhi. The move, Miles Turner up nine spots to 34. That ties in with the Sticks and the Isaiah Jackson drop. A little bit more confidence in Turner. But again, is that misplaced? I don't know. He might still be traded. I think he probably will, but I don't know. But the scarcity, I was going to say paucity, but I don't think paucity is the right word there, um, of blocks. Is paucity the right word? I'm sure someone will tell me in the comments. Um, I'm going to look it up myself because I need to know. Paucity. Yeah, the presence of something in only small or insufficient quantities of amounts. Bang. Look at me, Mister Thes- Mister Dictionary over here. I was gonna say thesaurus, but that's not the right word. Um, the paucity of blocks in drafts—it's staggering, right? So if you need blocks, it's Gobert, it's Turner. Yeah, you might win blocks this year. You'll be competitive in blocks, averaging 0.8 per game across your whole team. It's just harder to find those right guys, um, which is interesting. They moved Des Bane up eight spots, number forty-nine. Yeah I I liked him more at 58 49, I am as I said I'm cautious does he get enough shots with Brooks out that's my that's my problem They moved DeRozan down 12 spots to 33 they had him too high I thought before 33 is is fine They moved LeBron down 10 spots to 22 I don't really get that. that that's weird to me Middleton down 9 spots to 48 that's that's really good value for Middleton yes he misses the start of the season but I'm not worried about a wrist injury he'll be fine and they moved Garland down 8 spots to 27 not f- Far enough, I don't think. He probably should be in the... That's okay, me, that's early third round. I think we should be looking probably late third round more for Garland. But they did move him down at least eight spots. So some correction happening there. But there's no correction needed with betonline.net because it is, of course, the number one source for all football betting info this season. And these guys... This is a basketball podcast. It's the number one spot for basketball betting info as well. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always... BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. We have a look at Monday night action. It's the Rams and the Niners in the NFL. The Niners are one-point favorites. Old Jimmy G firing up there with a total of 42.5. That doesn't feel right to me, but what do I know? You can go check it out at betonline.net. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your other favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, golf, and boxing. So head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's look at changes across ADPs now. On Yahoo, these guys all jumped up in their ADP, and a lot of them, as I've mentioned so many times, they follow X-Rank. So when they make rankings adjustments, ADP tracks, and it follows. D'Anthi Melton's up 23 spots because they inexplicably moved him into the top 100. So he's at 120. I don't mind him at 120, but it's obviously trending up. Alex Caruso has moved up 20 spots because, again, he was on the rank rises. He's up to 121, which is okay. Trey Jones is up to 110 ADP. That's a 16-spot rise. He's going to keep going up, I'm telling you. Franz Wagner. He's up 14 spots to 83. Remember when they ranked him at 260th? Well, the correction keeps coming, and it keeps coming, and it doesn't stop coming. And he's at 83 now. He's going to start going too high. Shingun, similarly. He was incorrectly ranked to begin the season. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. His ADP is up to 72. That's an 11 spot rise. We are risking pushing too high. Brandon Clark's up to 102. I like him at 102. I'm seeing him go earlier than that in some spots, though. Um, Larry Markin is up to 108. That's eight spots up. I think he'll keep pushing forward. There's 30 spots of value still there at 108 for Markkinen, I reckon. And then the burner, Jalen Brunson, pushed up eight spots to number 70. I'm more and more looking at him as a fifth-round sort of player because of the assists balancing with percentages. Yes, he's not a steals guy at all. Um... But I'm I'm moving him up a little bit more. The extra minutes under Thibodeau are encouraged or should be encouraging. Um, so I am moving him up a little bit. I don't think he's gonna blow up like to number twenty-four where he is on ESPN's points ranks. I think that's crazy. But pushing to the fifth round, early sixth round, and yeah, fifty to eighty, those guys are sort of interchangeable. So he's moved up quite a bit there. Let's look at some guys that have fallen. A lot of the injury players. Rob Williams has dropped down 24 spots to 61. He'll keep coming down. Lonzo Balls dropped 22 spots to 108. And Jaron Jackson's moved 20 spots to 93. They'll keep coming down. Isaiah Jackson's moved down 16 to 115. The rankers dropped significantly. That's a, that's a really nice spot to get him. Bogdanovich, bog down Bogdanovich, has dropped 12 spots to 133. Another play injured to start the season. Reasonable to drop him down as well. Interestingly, Malcolm Brogdon moved down 12 spots to an ADP of 104. Now, to me, Brogdon's value has risen with the injuries to Williams and Gallinari, but they had him ranked too high to begin with. So it's sort of balancing. But they started Derek White in the preseason game over Brogdon, pushing Tatum up to the four next to uh, Horford. So that was intriguing. Now, Brogdon got more minutes than White, but that's interesting. That's an okay spot for Brogdon. So uh, That's his name, Shea. Shea Gurus alexander dropped 12 spots down to number 42. I actually like him in round four. Um, and Jalen Smith dropped 11 spots to 118. That's because of an egregiously wrong ranking that he's dropped down that far. Let's look at some ESPN ADP rises. Michael Porter Jr. has jumped up 50 spots, number 83. I fear he's going to move higher because he's at 53 in their point league rankings. 83 is fine. He was at 133, which is nonsense. 83 is fine. Pushing too much higher than that is foolish. Polo Banquero is up 49 spots to number 73. Shingun is up 46 spots to number 89. Again, they're pushing dangerously high. Jalen Green is up 44 spots to 78. It also illustrates how ridiculous the rankings were initially, that these guys are seeing 40-spot rises in ADP over a two-week period because people have said... Do you guys know what you're doing? You don't. We're going to ignore what you're doing and we're going to jump them up and then they're going to adjust it based on that. Keegan Murray's up 40 spots to 97. I would say, hold on. That's probably the right spot, but there are plenty of people in the fantasy industry who are going higher on Keegan than that. I wouldn't, but in the 90s, it's good. Brunson's jumped up 40 spots to 62. Remember, he's at 24 on their point C ranking, so that's going to influence it. 62 is about right. Cade's moved up 34 spots to 38 because he was egregiously low in the 70s and Devin Vassell's moved up 32 spots to 104. There's still 30 spots of value there in Vassell, but we see the trend. We see these guys that we liked, Shingun and Bunkero and Jalen and Brunson and Cade and Vassell. They're getting two three-round adjustments on ADP as people start to catch on that they were nonsensely ranked. In terms of guys that have fallen, a lot of the injured players, again, Lonzo's dropped 48 spots. John Isaac down 41 because they had him foolishly in the 80s. Yikes. 128 is okay. I'm just, I'm out. I don't think he's going to play that much at all. He's not part of their core, I don't believe. Um, Last round, no worries. Tom Bryant down 34 spots to 140. Yeah, it looks like Damian Jones is in, in the lead there, so that hurts. Derek White's down 33 spots. Why was he going at 103 to begin with? At 136, it's okay. I still wouldn't do it. Rob Williams down 21 to 79. He'll keep falling. Cole Anthony down 20 to 125. And Much like with the Malcolm Brogdon ADP, this is interesting because Anthony's situation's improved. Harris is out, but also Fultz is out now. But they had him too high to begin with. He was at like 100. So him going to 125, it should stabilize there. Will Barton's dropped 20 spots to 135? I do think there might be too much competition. Kispert, Hachimura, Avdia, Barton. Barton's not going to get free reign of things, and I'm not sure he's going to start. I wouldn't take him even at 135, I don't think. And then Jaron Jackson moved down to pick 100. That's looking all right. Let's do a quick look at Fantrax's ADP rises. Some of their initial stuff was was wild. It was crazy. It's like Jamal Murray had an ADP of 144. Let's cut that in half to 72, and that's about right for the headmaster. Max Struess has jumped up 51 spots. Could be a starter. I wouldn't pick him in the last round, I don't think, but he's moved into that territory. They've moved Lowry and up 48 spots in ADP to 83. About right. Sexton up 39 spots to 90. Again, about right. Shingun has moved up 17 to number 62. We are pushing too high. Cade Cunningham up 17 spots to 29. I'm okay with it. Vassell up 17 spots to 67. We are pushing too high. And Jalen Green up 15 spots to 61. We are pushing too high. Now, there's no reason that Green can't exceed 61 or Vassell can't exceed 67 or even Shingun can't exceed 62 because they can all easily do it. But the value that you might have had in those guys, it's just been lopped off. It's gone. It's not there anymore. Guys that have fallen. Rob Williams has gone 87 spots down to 133. I think 133 might be a little bit too far down, personally. uh, Looney a sec. Lonto's moved down 70 spots to 147. Totally fine. They had Looney. I don't know why his ADP was 58. Nonsense, foolishness, irresponsibility. He's moved down 65 to 123. He is not a draftable player in 12 or 14 or probably 16 team leagues. Fultz has dropped down 66 spots. I would still take a last round flyer on Fultz but I was taking him around 110. The broken toe does sour me a little there. Jaron's dropped 65 spots to 157. That's too low. Kongwu's dropped 59 spots, and I highlight this because he was going at 100, which was too high. 130, no worries. But now he's gone too far the other way at 161. The wild thing, Sean Tate. Even the wild thing's gone well. I can't do much about that. He's moved 53 spots down to 152. I don't even know if I'd bother with him in the last round personally, but he was... At 99 before, which made no sense at all. And lastly, this makes no sense. Why is Alex Caruso's ADP dropped 51 spots to 163? Yes, he was probably a little too high at 110, but that's a big drop. Why are people not even drafting him in 12-team leagues anymore? I don't get that. Anyway, I'll be back to really dig into some category league sleepers across all formats based on the updated ranks. That'll be here today. There'll be a mock draft coming today where I pick at pick number two. And I'll be getting Giannis at that pick and trying to build a squad around that. Um, And then there's so much stuff coming. And just subscribe. And why don't you hit the bell as well if you're here on YouTube. That'll be pretty exciting for you. Just flick it. it, And then you'll see when a video goes live. There's going to be so much coming out. You're not going to want to miss it. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.